0: Awesome. Welcome to the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey and I'm joined by Sam Proof. Today we're talking all about the Elgato Stream Deck uh, line of family of devices and the the nifty things that you can do. So if you love pressing buttons, you're going to love this show, but we are going out live to all the various places, so... If you are watching live, let us know in the chat where you're watching from, and do you have an Elgato Stream Deck? Is that something that you you like to use or, or like to play with? I guess the other thing too, uh, let us know if you're watching live or if you're watching the replay. Uh, use that hashtag #TeamLive for the live version of the show, or hashtag #TeamReplay if you're watching us later on. But
1: Sam, how have you been going? How's has your week been? Well, I'm getting over pink eye. If you can't tell, I'm a little puffy. So that's exciting. <laughs> um, but beyond that, uh, it's been a good week. Kind of mellow um, for those of you following along with the cute avalanche side of things. A side note to all of that is YouTube recently lowered the requirements for uh, the fan funding side of uh, their partner program. Ad revenue still 4,000 watch time hours. But fan funding, which includes Super Stickers, uh, Super Chat, and uh, Merch Shelf, which I'm pretty excited about, they lowered that to, I believe it's 500 subscribers, 3,000 watch time hours. And now we're in this kind of race between when will they enable that, which we will qualify for immediately, or will we hit 4,000 watch time hours first and then just get everything anyway? So that's where we're at. And we're like... It's, it's a, it's a constant, I'm like refreshing that stupid earn page every minute I can. <laughs> that was everything with you, John.
0: I uh, everything's, you know, other than those little technical issues we had earlier, uh, everything's going pretty well with me. Um, I did take a little bit of time off my day job to to work on some things, uh, including the podcast, which we'll talk about later, um, which was really good. I, but I must admit, I didn't realize how difficult it would be to arrange podcast interviews. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, you know, time zones are always a problem, but like just physically getting people in, into the same, not even the same, you know, tangible space, but the, the same virtual space at the same time is is a bit of a nightmare, it turns out. So, um, yeah. yes, I did, did have one one great interview, though, which has been released, and we'll talk about that later. But I guess before we do get stuck into the show, Sam, tell us about this thing that I'm going to put up on the screen.
1: <laughs> so speaking of podcasts, uh, Cute Avalanche just launched its podcast, Just Kittin' Around, hosted by me. It is a cat-themed podcast, obviously. And we just scheduled our first interview and did our first uh, or did our first interview live on a Wednesday of last week with Samantha Bell. So I'm only gonna interview cat experts named Sam, I guess, to keep <laughs> no not accurate at all. Um, but yeah, it went really well, and yes, I'm like, I'm now in that same phase of like, now I need more people. um, and forget trying to like hold them to a schedule of like, I wanna do it every X day at X time. That seems completely insane to do um unless you have just a broad you're a person who could talk about a thing great (laughs) here's a time slot um (laughs) yeah i'm i'm in that same boat but uh yeah you can find just kidding around live on youtube and then after the fact on all of the podcast places spotify apple Podcasts, etc Nice, and
0: I guess like we, we talk about the that those scheduling issues, you have that extra layer of complexity in the sense that you're actually doing it live. I yes. sort of record offline and do some editing and upload it at a specific time. So, I mean, I I I do like the the Calendly approach. Um, that's, that's quite what useful use because to. don't ask me to to translate times in different time zones. I just I just oh, can't yeah. do it. I've I've given up. Um, you know, I, I go to Google and sometimes I get the right answer and sometimes I don't. And it's, it's you know,
1: mm-hmm. leave that to
0: the calendar software to, to figure out. So we are going to talk about the Elgato Stream Deck in just a second. But um before we do, let's click this button.
1: Looked at the first assessment and the first assessment was record a five-minute video. And it was a pretty simple introduction of yourself. There was nothing exciting. I didn't have to research. It was just a five minute warm up and I freaked out. That course is still sitting in the cupboard beside me. I see that stack of papers and I almost
0: rock in the corner, cost me a lot of money to sign up and I, I threw the whole course away. So, yes, I spoke with uh, Michelle J. Raymond on my podcast, uh, Build a Presentation Muscle. So, if you want to check that out, you can head over to johnlacey.com. I think the thing I really appreciated about that interview um, was that she is somebody who is on camera and behind a microphone every single day, Mm -hmm. practically. And I it's so reassuring to hear that she didn't start off feeling confident in front of the camera, but over a couple of years that is something that's definitely improved for her. and i I, I think for a lot of us, especially for at the beginning of our journeys, it can be a really reassuring thing to know that people, don't just come out of the womb um, feeling confident and, and ready to go on camera. It <laughs> mm. Just take a little bit of effort and a little bit of work. So uh, we also spoke about sort of LinkedIn as as a community building platform and also the power of collaboration. So, I mean, obviously, Sam and I do this show on a weekly basis. Uh, she's actually teamed up with some other LinkedIn experts to write books and produce podcasts and have reoccurring shows. And it's just it's really, really great to, to talk to her, and wonderful to talk to another Australian too. Because even though I'm, you know, I'm geographically here, I, I do talk to people from all over the world. But it is nice to start off with a with a fellow Australian. So yeah, you can check that out. But today we are talking about the Stream Deck, the Elgato Stream Deck uh, family of devices. So these are bits of hardware essentially that let you press buttons. In some case, they let us uh, turn knobs and touch. Uh, touch screens as well uh let's let's talk really quickly about just the the hardware range I just want to give you an overview of this because there are so you- many so many options out there it's it's kind yeah. of amazing so we've got the the stream deck mk2 which is um, it has sort of uh Customizable um, plates for the for the buttons. Uh, the Stream Deck Plus, which has buttons, a touchscreen, and knobs. So, you know, those knobs can be great for, for changing volumes and adjusting parameters where, where numbers are involved. Mm-hmm. The Stream Deck Extra Large, which has 32 buttons. The Stream Deck Mini, which has six buttons, which is a great place to start. The Stream Deck Mobile, which is actually an app for your, your phone, so you can use it on, on Android or iOS, I believe. And there's even the Stream Deck pedal, so you can actually yes. use your feet to uh, to trigger different things on your computer. Um, so Sam, I I mean I will, I, I'm always scared to do this because my desk <laughs> is just a cable nightmare. But I'm I'm gonna try. Right. I'm gonna try to do this. I think I got it. So there it. we go. I've got the uh, the 32. The, this is the extra large one with yeah. the 32 my, buttons on it. Mine's I don't the use the standard yeah the standard one yep nice i do actually have the mini as well somewhere i don't really use that anymore but that is what i started on i loved it Mm -hmm. so much that i i ran out and got the extra large (laughs) so i guess like what generally speaking what are the kinds of things that we can actually do with these devices sam
1: yeah i mean a lot really so the stream deck i mean it, it can basically replace any keyboard hotkey but then it also has a bunch of plugins that work directly with different kinds of software. So if they have any kind of API access, you can do things to control that. I control things like the lights behind me in the studio. Uh, We use them to broadcast and do shows like this one and switch scenes and all of that. You could turn off and on different sources. And I even use it for things like video editing, uh, audio editing, and sometimes browsing. Like if I'm just doing like a bunch of uh tabs and videos i have a specific profile on my stream deck that just lets me switch tabs go up and down uh the page and stuff like that you know because it's a nicer experience than my keyboard it, it just does <laughs> <laughs> and uh
0: big hello to horsehead who's joining us live in the
1: chat i hey, uh, think thank
0: you for, for joining us uh yes yeah, so i guess like as as cool and like I'm just gonna say it downright sexy as some of these devices are, I think the power comes from the the software and as you say, there's a lot that we can actually do with that. Yeah. I guess let's let's start with some of the some of the basic things because um I guess this this is the video and live streaming show, so we're definitely gonna be talking about video and live streaming applications for this device. But I kind of wanna Open the conversation up a little bit wider because i know a lot of accountants that love this device and there are all kinds of uses so i guess let's just talk about some of the some of the basics so first of all um i'm gonna do a couple of things and we'll see how well these work Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm gonna maximize me for a second so i can get a view of this so this is actually the, the stream deck software here um Again, if you've got multiple devices, you can actually nominate which one that you're using. Again, I don't have the, the Mini plugged into my computer at the moment, but you've also got the the mobile options there as well. Essentially, how many buttons you have will be visually represented here. And you can also have different pages. So even if you start with the, the Mini, which only has six buttons, it doesn't mean you can only do six things. It just means you have to think about how you're going to sort of um paginate those things out and have different screens of of different options. yep. so I guess um th- there are all kinds of options for all all kinds of different programs, and we'll talk about some of those today. but just in terms of our general options, and I might just move myself out of the way so you can see these a little bit better. So over here on the right hand side, we've actually got um got the the plugins and some of the the defaults that come with this. So the ones I want to sort of draw your attention to first is the string uh, the system options. so, Here we have some some basic uh, things we can trigger a browser to open with a particular website. We can actually have a hotkey or a hotkey switch, and I'll show you the steps of actually doing that in a second. Uh, We can open a program on our computer. We can close um, all instances of an app, which can be quite useful. We can use text um, and multimedia. So I'm just going to uh, show you really briefly how we can use a hotkey because that's one of the the most basic things you can do with this device so again if i click on the hotkey drag it onto an empty spot onto my stream deck and let it go we've basically got a couple of options here we can give this um we can give this a title um i haven't even really thought of a good example for this one sam so i'm just making stuff up but let's just imagine (laughs) that we want to print something so i can give this a title i can also come over here and actually give this an icon so i can i can design my own icons in any kind of graphics program i can actually go to the Stream deck icon library let's in fact let's do that because i'm curious to see if we have a print icon in the library yeah i
1: i think that's something we almost skipped over is the fact that the buttons themselves can be any image like they can be a gif so you can put anything in there to make it visually uh, helpful and aesthetically pleasing um, but they also, because of that, can act as things like readouts for, like, your CPU or your internet connection speed and things like that. Absolutely. Um, so, I guess, like, I, I'm not
0: really finding any particular uh, print icon, but for our purposes, let's just imagine it's a rocket ship. I must admit, <laughs> I don't know about you, Sam, but I I never set up icons for my my. Things. I've, I've got the text on them But I don't really bother with the icons oh, But I do. that's just me <laughs> um, So once you do that Essentially we can click into where it says hotkey And it says observing keystrokes So at this point if I go control P um, I'll do that again Because I accidentally hit another key um, essentially whenever I click that button on, on the physical device now, it'll, it'll prompt that. So again, I don't think that's necessarily the greatest example that we could use, but I, you know, conceptually that could be a thing. And I guess like the other thing too, um, and I might just bring Sam back for a second and myself back over here. Um, especially like I, I've been using Hindenburg uh, Pro, which is, uh, some audio software for, for podcasts and stuff. And I, I really like it, but it does require you know a lot of keyboard shortcuts, and I don't know about you, Sam, but I struggle to commit all that stuff to memory. So, uh, yeah, and there are all kinds of weird, not Control Shift N and Control Shift T and all these things. Um, so I don't really want to be in a position where I have to remember those. So I'm definitely going to set up a, a whole screen on my Stream Deck to to take care of those. I guess, do you have any, any favorites that you like using in terms of those, those keyboard
1: shortcuts? Oh, geez. I mean, like a lot of the the keyboard shortcuts I, I use are specific to like OBS where I've had to set up custom ones. It did, it really depends. Like I have, I would say overwhelmingly 70% of the buttons I have on my stream deck are keyboard shortcuts. Um. that that is what i'm you know pretty much using it for some of the more interesting stuff is like i'll connect it to a um like a macro and i for the life of me cannot remember the program i use for macros right now um uh uh uh, it's like auto hotkey auto Hotkey. yeah that's Mm -hmm. it so it'll like just run that uh you know basically a custom hotkey for that script um so i have a lot of things along those lines i don't know that i overwhelmingly have like this is the button i hit the most it's hard to say <laughs> it's probably menu i, I because... guess some um, yeah
0: yeah I, yeah i mean that that's a fair point point. and to be honest i don't have a lot on my device either but i just wanted to underpin that you can and that's <laughs> that's the basic place to start i guess the one thing i probably would recommend to most people uh, especially if you've got a day job where you talk to people on video calls is set up some sort of mute unmute button yeah and depending on your software that may vary uh there, there are ways of muting you properly and there are ways of muting and unmuting you temporarily so find out whatever that is in in microsoft teams or zoom or google meets or whatever it happens to be that you're using because that in itself is, is really useful and i guess um it's it's not really something i want to Dig into too deeply in today's show, but I do want to acknowledge the fact that there is a Microsoft Teams integration for mm-hmm. Elgato Stream Deck. You do need an API uh, to actually use it, and not all organizations are prepared to give that out. So, even though that's a software that I use all the time, it's I I, I do have to use the keyboard shortcuts for that. I can't use the the plugin, but um, you know, I guess that's that. So I, that would probably be the other place to think about, but. If we go back and and have a look at the the software again, um, so I guess the other thing too is if you if you want to delete uh, one of these, you can just hit the the trash key. Um, you, you can right click on these as well. I think that gives you an option to delete it yep. there as well. Um, so I'm just going to delete this one. Um, the other thing, which is is pretty pretty simple, pretty basic, but incredibly useful, is the ability to work with text. So. Again, in the system options, if I go down to text and drag this onto my, uh, an empty spot on the stream deck, again, I can give this a title and uh, you know, I can give this an icon and I will, I'll call this one live. And I might say, hi everyone. Um, I'm going live, join me. And I can I can sort of set something up like that. Um, you can you can actually put enter marks in here as well. So if you need to do that, um, that's that's all good as well. Um, so uh, nice thing about this, um, and again, it's a little bit outside of my screen. So I don't know. Give me a second in OBS, and I will hide that uh, that toolbar, uh, that gray bar. Hopefully, this will work. Okay. Cool. So just underneath this, we do also have an option to press enter after the message. So if this is a message that you need to put into a chat context and, uh, you know, actually hit the enter key for that to send out, then you can include that one there. There are only sort of 500 characters here. So depending on what your application is, you might need to think about uh, incorporating a few of these together. And you can do that with a multi-action. So that's, that's, that's good to know. Um, but it's amazing how many times something as simple as this can save you a lot of time. So I encourage people to think about this in terms of uh, you know, website addresses, calls to action, subscribe to my podcast, download my PDF, join my mailing list, those kinds of things. Um, just really, really useful. And even, um, you know, even something as as basic as sort of uh, different promotional messages at the end of emails or even an email signature, um, I found that to be incredibly useful. And I'm sure it saved me years of my life just not physically typing those things out. And I do actually, um, I do, I, I can type well. So, I mean, it's not usually a big deal, but it's amazing if you do have those frequently asked questions, just those things that you do over and over again. So Horsehead has a great question. So do these uh, do these work with web-based software like StreamYard? Yes. The answer is generally yes. You will need to go into the StreamYard settings just to confirm or change what the keyboard shortcuts are. The yeah. only trick is you need to make sure that your, that particular browser and that particular browser tab has focus because... Um, if, if you don't, they, they won't sort of be triggered in that way. Um, yeah. in fact, I if do... I give you,
1: yeah, <laughs> I I want to, I want to just give you a, an example. So let's, um, let's, well, I actually have an OBS or I'm sorry, a stream deck, uh, project that is all, uh, stream stuff. Okay. Go for it. Um, so let me show you at least the, the setup first. This is, as you can see, it has all the, the StreamYard uh, panels, you yeah, have comments, uh, brand bots, private chat, banners play. And then down here, it, these are a bunch of the different scenes. So if you actually look uh, to the hotkey, it's just doing that specific hotkey, shift one, shift three. Uh, this one actually is a multifunction. So you go in, it does shift six, it brings up that comments tab, and it either mutes or unmutes me, because I have been off screen basically. So there's some nuance to this particular uh, setup. But I also have a general mute and unmute there. Um, This particular show has a bunch of guests. They're usually completely on screen, whereas I co host and runner of the stream pop in and out. So I need some clever things to get me in and out like that. We also do uh, slides. So there's a left and right arrow button. Um, and if I I did not bring up the StreamYard itself, but you would see it work. But as John said, it does need to be focused uh, at least when I've used it in Google Chrome. Uh, otherwise it will not catch that hotkey.
0: And occasionally, in different pieces of software, it will actually give you options to say, hey, use this shortcut, but kind of make it universal across the, the systems. So yep. that's, uh, that can be really useful. Um, we do have some, some chat messages. Hi um, to Claire, who's, who's lurking. We always appreciate that Claire is <laughs> hey, Claire. lurking. That's good to hear. And also, Lily White. So she's asking if you remember her, but I actually remember her. I, don't know I remember, remember Violet Kitty. Oh, my God. That's How's a blast from the past. That's awesome. <laughs> How are you
1: doing? Um uh, and then, so
0: and and she's been using Streamlabs uh for yeah. Twitch. Um not very often though by the sounds of things, but anyway, that's okay. uh that's all good. So I mean, yeah, so like the only the only gotcha really with uh with this is you do need to make sure that your window has that focus, but that's usually yeah. not a big deal. So
1: Um um but Streamlabs, which is an OBS clone, uh I they probably have do a, uh, a Stream Deck plugin, so yeah, it they would, do. I it I don't
0: great. even use Stream Labs, but I do yeah, have I use Streamlabs it. desktop um plugin on on my Stream Deck. Funnily enough, nice. Uh it's funny how often um you know I install these things and never use them. But anyway, and hello to uh Walter Strong from the Huddle. Hey Walter. Uh, Walter Strong the third. Thank you for joining us. Um, no worries. You know, we <laughs> we appreciate you being here. There's there's no no problem being late. Just just join us when you want to join us. That's all good. Okay, so. Um, yeah, that, that was a really, really great question. So, I guess, like Sam, in terms of some of the other basic functionality, before we dig in a little bit deeper, are there the things that, that sort of jump out to you, um, in terms of um, other things that, that the Stream Deck can do? I guess the only other thing I might mention over so briefly is there is a multimedia one. So, if you, mm-hmm. if you like to listen to music on your computer all day and, you know, you've got to play and, and pause and stop button, that that in itself is awesome. Um, the ability to open different programs. Um, th- there's all kinds of really, really cool stuff in there. So, again, it just depends on, on what you're actually looking to do. I guess, and, and l- I didn't have this in my notes, Sam, but I think it's something we probably should talk about is the multi-action.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you're not... You know, you're not confined to just one button does one thing. As you saw in my uh, game show setup, there is a multi-action that lets you essentially create an entire run of commands, Uh, and it's pretty endless. Like, I think I have one with about 20 different routines over on the cute avalanche side of things, um, where it, you know, basically you could just set something up that If you have a specific routine, you want it to be timed out, you can start your stream, have it switch OBS to like an intro starting screen, uh, hit a hotkey that starts a countdown, uh, start recording. You can have it turn on music. You can then have like a delay so it pauses for the length of that song. And then when that song's over, it like auto switches your scene out to the next thing. You know something like that that's a, off the top of my head example um but yeah it could do a lot more it can be very complicated and if you pair it with as i mentioned earlier something like auto hotkeys which just straight out lets you code macros or a uh a, you know a a stream bot like mix it up app which i use over on both the coffee morning and the uh cute avalanche streams um you can make an endless amount of stuff. I could probably walk away and the stream could just do its own thing forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can make some very complicated uh routines.
0: Sure. Um and I, I'll just um share my screen again. So I guess in terms of the multi-action, and if you haven't updated your Stream Deck software in a little while, it's probably worthwhile doing this because um some of these options are are relatively new, but essentially we can have um, a multi-action, which is basically just any number of other actions. So, it could be that you open a web page and you you uh, produce some text or use a keyboard shortcut or, you know, you open another application. Um, it, especially if you're, like, if there are particular tasks where, you know, we, we know we're doing this show, for example, and I know I've got to open up my browser to restream. I've got to open up OBS, I can actually set up a single button that will do all of those things for me. So often, like, if you think about the kinds of activities that you do with your computer on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis, whatever the case happens to be, you can sort of set that up and, and be ready to go. The other thing, too, is the the multi-action switch. So this basically, yeah. uh, you know, if you, you, you press it. And it does one set of actions. You press it a second time and it does a different set of actions. So that could even be, you know, start up all these programs. And then once you've hit that switch, it goes to the second option, which is basically close out all those uh, all those options. So it, it can be as simple or as basic as you like. There is also a random action option, which... I genuinely, genuinely, still haven't found a particularly good use for, but I, I love that it exists. <laughs> so essentially, you can you can drag this onto the the t- onto an empty spot on here. You can essentially go in and add all kinds of different options within here, um, depending on what you want to do, and it'll just pick one of them every time you press it. So again, I, I don't I haven't quite found um, a great place for that one just yet. Although the other thing too that is quite useful this is uh under multi action as well um yeah is is the delay so sometimes yep. you'll wanna do something and then you'll wanna wait thirty seconds and then you wanna do something else and I actually because I'm just really easily amused um <sighs> I, I'm sort of debating how much to tell you about this one but we might as well go there and I I, I regret not having this ready to go because it's kind of it hilarious hand? but um, in my day job I do have yeah. an animation of myself essentially um, doing the face palm and I have all these colored uh, lines just jotting outside of my head. Um, so if I'm on a video call and somebody says something particularly dumb, what happens is I press that button it plays that video like it makes the the video visible. It waits, I don't know, 10 seconds until the video is over and then it removes the, that source mm-hmm. from the screen. So yeah. that all happens um, with the press of a single button. So that's that's really, really useful.
1: Um, yeah, we, we do a lot of things, uh, especially over on Q Avalanche, along those lines for the most part, just because of the way things worked out timing wise, we do them primarily in the Mix It Up app, but you can do them all on Stream Deck. Absolutely all right cool so um this is the video on
0: live streaming show i'm john lacey and i'm joined by sam proof today we're talking all about the elgato stream deck um and again i say this every single time i'm always nervous about picking it up off the desk because i've got cables and microphones and things everywhere uh i've got the the extra large which has i think the 32 um keys sam's got a more traditional model which has what 15 keys Fifteen, okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, there are all kinds of variations. There's even a foot pedal, so if you want to like have no hands, um, just be talking through your presentation, uh, press press a button with your foot. It'll move to the next slide or the next video or the next part of your presentation, whatever it happens to be. Um, that that's really cool. There is also the the Stream Deck um, Plus, which has. Buttons, knobs, and even a touchscreen, so that that gives you some options as well. To be honest, I've uh, because I, I use the Stream Deck, uh, the the Rodecaster Pro as an audio interface. I don't really need those knobs. Um, a lot of the stuff happens on a different device, but it's cool knowing that they're actually out there. So, um, one other thing that also wasn't on my list, but I think we should probably mention briefly. And I'll just maximize myself here, and I will zoom mm-hmm. up. Um. And again, I'm blocking the screen, so I'll get rid of myself there as well. And again, I should note that every time I do that, I'm using buttons on my Stream Deck to just make myself disappear. And it's so much easier than sort of wrangling with the mouse and going to the program to make that happen. But I just want to draw your attention to this navigation section here on the right-hand side. So again, we mentioned that the, the Stream Deck Mini only has six buttons, and it's... If you've never used this before, it can be really tempting to assume you can only do six things. And that's definitely right. not the case. But what you need to think about is having sort of pages and folders and uh, different profiles even. So we, didn't, we haven't really spoken about this. And I, I don't think I've got any particularly interesting profiles here. But if you had a bunch of things that relate to your day job and a bunch of things that relate to your side project, you can sort of um, negotiate them that way as well. Um, but the other thing, too, is we can just create additional pages. So I can come down here. I can add a new page to the profile. And then I can um, I can even create buttons on here to move to different pages. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, I've got a page indicator, so I can, I can let myself know which page I'm actually on. So in this case, it's just telling me I'm on page number one. Um, and I can move to different pages. And I can also create folders. So if there are things that relate to each other that can be quite useful um you know th- those can also be worth exploring so those are all nifty things to to keep in mind uh in terms of adding those those extra pages so uh walter asks a question uh have you uh so have either of us used the pedal with your stream deck if yes what have been some of the benefits and disadvantages I guess the short answer is no, neither of us have actually got our hands or indeed our feet on this particular device, but it does It does look yeah. interesting. I mean, the thing you need to know about the pedal is it only has three buttons, and it's not to say that, right. again, like the Stream Deck Mini, it doesn't mean you can only do three things, but you need to sort of think about how you're doing that, and... Because the pedal is is going to be under your desk, you won't be able to see it. So I, there's no, I, to the best of my knowledge, uh, there's no visual display. So it could be that maybe right. you want the software open on one of your screens so you can see where you're up to if you are going between different pages and, and folders and things.
1: So I think I've, pu- I've put a good amount of thought into what I would do with this if I had it. So first off, uh, we should note that you can actually set your Stream Deck profiles up to link to different software. So if I were to open something like OBS, uh, the pedal software would open like an OBS profile, and you have your three buttons, you have one big one in the center and a sort of smaller one off to either side. And I would definitely have something like mute and unmute being one of those probably the big button. Um, The one on the left, I have Uh, multiple profiles, so I might want that to be like the menu screen that takes me to where I can then choose my different profiles. Um, And then the right would just be uh, something like go to the next scene, or I'm, you know, depending on the show, might have specific, you know, graphics, or maybe it just runs uh, something that attaches to uh, a command in my, my chat bot, which is smarter than, you know, just that button. And for something like editing, You know, I would definitely want that middle one to be my like cut which just cuts whatever I'm on and then left and right to sort of shuttle back and forth on my timeline. And that's probably it. But it really depends on, yeah, what you're what you're using it for. And uh, what are those sort of most commonly used uh, commands? And I just
0: wanted to unpack what what Sam just just said. So essentially in the Stream Deck software, if you go up to the settings cog, it'll bring up the preferences. In these profiles, um, you, you can have different profiles for different things. And here we've actually got an option which basically says Stream Deck will automatically switch to this profile when the Stream Deck app window is closed and the following application is in the foreground. And you can sort of nominate any particular application. So. If that would, uh, if you did set that up, it would basically be like if I had OBS Studio open, I would go to the OBS profile, and it would show me the OBS buttons. So that can be quite useful, um, especially for the Stream Deck Plus, which only has a handful of buttons. Um, that that's one of the features they they sort of recommended. I. I did try this out for a little while but I I've got to be honest I I didn't like surrendering control to this device like I kind of wanted to go to right. different profiles to to choose what I was using and when I was using it so again your your mileage may vary um and again it just just depends on how you actually set up your workflow but um yeah yeah I mean there, there's lots of lots of options in here in terms of of different things that you can work on um so, I guess we should probably talk about um, actually using this for, for editing, Sam. So um, Sure. And, and we, we said editing, so video or, or audio or both. Um, I, I, yeah. I know that you use this extensively. I did mention <laughs> earlier, I do want to set up a whole bunch of buttons for Hindenburg Pro, which is the podcast editing software I'm using, but I haven't done that yet. So, I might just get Sam to, to speak to this one uh, for the moment.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, So, yeah, if we flip this guy on and do, yeah, sure. Uh, This is my menu screen, one of them with my different profiles. You can see right in the middle I have editing, but down to the bottom right there I have Audacity, which is audio. We're going to go into video. And this is actually set up for both Adobe Premiere and CapCut, um, which I have mirrored the hotkeys when possible of Premiere in CapCut. And you can do, like, Premiere... And I think pretty much all Adobe software is some of the most customizable software. When it comes to hotkeys, you can set just about anything to a hotkey and then thus turn that into a button on your stream deck. Um, and you know, Uh, There's even, if you go into the uh, Stream Deck shop, you can download specific icons to those Adobe softwares so that it looks on the Stream Deck similar to what you would see in the program. So you don't have to remember much of anything. Um, But yeah, on this first screen, we're kind of assembling stuff and we're zooming in and out of our video or of our audio, making the sine waves bigger or smaller. I have several pages in here. Um, because I was doing very specific projects. I have sort of a workflow of different things here, but this takes me from previous edit to next edit and things like that. I have my cut right down there central, and then I can toggle like or or shuttle ahead a few frames or back. I think this is a five frame. It might just be a single. Um, But pretty much anything you can do in your editing software, you can easily translate to a hotkey into your stream deck to speed that whole thing up. So you just like going back and forth without having to uh, look up, if you will. Um, This just becomes muscle memory at a certain point. I had, gosh, I don't know where it is. I think it must be in a different project. I had a very specific routine where I was working on Snapchat shows and these were very tight um, things where I was bringing in just lots and lots and lots of different uh, stock elements for sort of a a vertical uh, experience of like, you know, we've gathered all of these Minecraft things together to make a collab video. And so I would have a series of buttons that would flip me over to a a, um, Airtable, which is a spreadsheet, copy the first frame of that text, go back over to the editing software. Uh, It would open up a specific um, graphic caption for or a title caption. Uh, and drop that as a paste function in and go back to the program move to the next cell and rinse and repeat and it would just fill out all of this information for each piece and i would just go like one two three, one two three, one two, you know and hit those buttons in rapid succession i probably have, could have made it into a macro i think there was like one small part of that workflow that had like uh if you just don't get it right it's gonna break everything so i just had to have that small human part where I'm like, okay, I guess I got to stop and make sure it doesn't automate destruction here. But for the most part, the thing was like 90% um, automated and which is go. Uh, this is Audacity. So again, you have a lot of the similar sort of things. It's a much smaller profile, but uh, this just goes in, you know, goes left to right a series of frames. I thought I had a much more complicated Audacity profile, but apparently I don't. Uh, but I do also have a record and a stop function here. So um you could do a lot of stuff if if you're doing any of that kind of stuff like um so consistently that you have these little routines that you kind of fall into this is just going to speed that up absolutely and i guess um, some some of the things that
0: you might want to think about in terms of an editing workflow regardless of Mm -hmm. the software that you're using you know the even just a home button. So you know, take me back to the beginning of this video or audio. Um, yep. you know, what are the, what is the keyboard shortcut for making a cut? Um, you know, do you have things like in Camtasia, I I use Ripple Delete. So essentially, I use that a lot. It's basically you select a region of your video it'll cut cut out what you select and it'll actually match everything up so there is no gap in between them so it's you know whatever the 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 things that you use frequently are i mean Keyboard shortcuts are great and they're really useful and they're great for productivity. But again, the thing I struggle with is actually remembering them all. And um, some software is is good in the sense that it'll also give you a button and you can hover over the button and it'll remind you of what that keyboard shortcut is. But as much as I'm enjoying Hindenburg Pro, it doesn't do that. Like I literally have mm-hmm. to look at documentation to find out all the, the various features I can actually use. Um, so again, I'm I'm hoping ultimately to rely less on my memory and more on my Stream Deck to, to speed up that process. So this is the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey and I'm joined by Sam Proof. Today we're talking all about the Elgato Stream Deck and the the software and the hardware and the way these things can make your life easier, whether you're just somebody using a computer or whether you're a content creator um one thing that's very very close to my heart is obs studio so i wanted to talk about this specifically as sam sort of alluded to most of the streaming platforms will have their own plugins um stream deck um what was the stream labs certainly does and i've i've literally got that installed maybe i'll i'll bring that up actually and just just show you how that all happens um so let's let's have a look at this one. So this is this is uh, Streamlabs Desktop. We'll talk about how you can get these additional plugins um, in a little bit. So Streamlabs is something that um, Lily mentioned that she occasionally uses in the chat. Um, it's not really something I use at the moment, but that could change because I am always interested in checking out different things. But today I'm going to focus on the OBS um, side of things specifically. So. There are all kinds of, uh, the great thing about OBS and and the Stream Deck together is that if you think about how your show is going to run, you can do almost everything from a Stream Deck and not have to rely on your keyboard or your mouse as much. So let's just briefly talk about some of these options that we've got here. So we've got the ability to record, uh, we've got the ability to record our pause, so to, to pause the recording, we can stream, we can work with the virtual camera. So again, if, you, if you're not familiar with OBS Studio, the virtual camera uh, basically lets you take whatever you do in OBS and actually uh, take that to anywhere on your computer you would use a standard web camera. And that's actually part of the magic of, of this show is that I go through... Um,
1: we both we, do. We, we
0: both do, in fact. Uh, so I, I go through our OBS Studio um, to get to restream, and we use that virtual camera to do that, which gives me the ability to, to change everything within this one sort of uh, little view, which is really handy. I'm also, I'm in front of a green screen 24-7, so I kind of need to do that for that reason as well. Um, I, I
1: would say a quick side note to the virtual cam uh, for anyone who's never used it before. It's awesome because... You can do just straight out whatever's on your OBS and that's your virtual camera, but you can also assign it to either be a specific scene or a specific source. So if you're live streaming, but you're still using your virtual cam in something else, uh, it's not necessarily that same program feed.
0: Yes. And that, you know... (laughs) Yeah uh, we we can always uh rely on Sam to take it to the to the nerdiest place but <laughs> again level. I'm just trying not to scare people away from OBS because I got to tell you every every man woman and child is like it's so yeah. scary I was literally listening to a podcast before coming on here and they were like years ago we needed to use OBS to get to Facebook live and it was too hard and too scary and I'm like can you please stop saying that um but anyway that that, that's a whole other rant let let me get back to uh actually showing you this software um so let's let's talk about it so you know we had our recording and our virtual camera options here as well um helps if i press the right button there we go um so we got the replay buffer and and the replay buffer save so if you are uh, this is especially useful for gameplay but if you want to just replay the last 15 20 30 seconds of whatever you just did that's that's an option we can switch up our scene collections. So the way that this works in OBS Studio is that uh, we have different scene collections. And again, scenes are just whatever is on the screen in terms of visuals, but also audio. So um, I have a scene collection for this show. I've got a scene collection for my other show. I've got a scene collection for my day job, which has my company, uh, the the company I work for's branding in it. Um, and again, we can use that button to quickly switch to things. We do also have the ability to switch between different OBS profiles. I don't actually use this one very often, and um, I'm sure Sam could probably speak to this a little bit more later on, but let's let's just keep going. Yeah. We can switch scenes. So, every time, um, you know, even, even literally just me going from this to this is just me switching between scenes. And you can see the... See the little highlights in the in the software behind me? That's all that's happening. I go to a scene that shows my screen and I've got a scene which shows me in front of my screen. Um, so, you know, that's, that's really, really useful. Um, I guess the other thing, so we've got the source visibility. That's uh, another really useful thing. And I'll walk you through that one specifically because that's awesome. We can work with our audio uh, mixer. We can do audio source control. So, if we want to play uh, a video or, or some audio, we can do that as well. Studio mode. So, Sam, can you very briefly just talk us, uh, explain to people what studio mode is? Because I think it's a little confusing for the beginners.
1: Sure. For anyone using OBS, when you first get into that, you're going to have just a big black square. That is your program screen. If you put a camera on, it'll just, it would just be like me. You hit studio mode. And then suddenly this other window is going to show up, which will probably also just be you by default. Um, But then you can work on a second scene uh, without it going live. You can just have it ready. So you know what's on screen, which is a much more sort of professional experience. And then when you're ready to hit that cut, You do the transition and that screen jumps over to the program screen. So preview goes to program. Um, I think that's true. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) And I guess, um, you know,
0: the thing about live streaming is that you're often the on talent, uh, the on-camera talent, you're the producer, you're the director, you're everything. And uh, like, if you're doing an interview, which, you know, Sam recently did for, uh, for his kitten podcast, Mm -hmm. um. And maybe the next scene has you and your guests and you've got text underneath uh, each of you and... You're about ready to switch over to that extra scene, and you realize that the the guest name is wrong, and you're like, "Oh yep. my god, I need to change this." If you if you switch studio on mode on, you can actually make that change before switching to it, and nobody needs to know yep. that it wasn't ready to go. So yep. there are lots of little things like that that are uh, really really useful. Um, there is so much happening in the chat. I, I love it. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. I let's just bring up this one from Lily. Um, so yes, the different scenes are Definitely. useful. I think it's user friendly. So that, yeah, in terms of OBS, that that's really really great. Um, hello to Insomnia Doodles, who's joining us as well. Lovely to have your company. Lily also mentioned that she's using her um, her phone as a webcam, which is a very popular approach. Um, sure. I don't do a lot of that, but I, I I hear a lot about people doing that. So that's that's awesome. Um, so let me just go back to these these settings really quickly and i've hit the wrong button so I'm just going to show anybody can do that um and in fact uh i've i've actually got the extra large here and part of the, the reason i love all these buttons is not really so i can fill up the entire screen but actually so i can have a little bit of space between some of these things so i don't get confused um, in this case i've got a lot of things on here that i don't even use anymore and i need to go through and, and get rid of them but that's okay so yeah, essentially uh, we've got transition options, we've got filter options as well. So filters in OBS, um, they can be for visual things, they can be for audio things. Um, you know, you can you can go in there and, and make things move and animate and scroll and all kinds of one, wonderful things like that. We've also got the ability to take a screenshot, which is amazing, if, especially if you're making video thumbnails, and I do that all the time. <laughs> Um, and sometimes I'll do that within OBS itself um, and the, the, the scene transitions. But I guess for today's purposes, I just want to walk you through how we can actually use the source visibility. So again, um, incidentally, this is an example of... Um, and I'm going to move that. So that's the other thing too. If you don't like where a button is, just hold down the mouse button and move it to a new spot and you can do that. But I'm going to go to the source visibility. I'm going to drag this over to a spot on my, my device. Again, I can uh, I can give this a title. I might go podcast, and I'm uh, going to nominate my scene. So in this case, I want this one on John only without bar. Again, it's a really good thing to name your your scenes and sources well, so you know what you're referring to. And here, I'm yep. going to use this um, BAPM. So, this is a button, it's just gonna, and I'm gonna go back to me. Um, so, I, if I press that button now on my device, this is all that really happens is that it'll bring up my podcast artwork. But this could be anything. So, it could be a video, it could be some audio. Um, it could be a call to action, it could be some text, it could send people off to your website, it could be a QR code, it could be literally anything. But the nice thing about that is you can just literally bring that up um, with the press of a button and again, it's it's toggling it so it'll make it go away just as as quickly as it brings it in. So, I mean, those are some of the basics in terms of the, the OBS um, options here. There are, um, I, I feel like, we're running low on time, so I do want to move on to some some extra <clears throat> things as well. So, talk um, again and like Sam, maybe you can start us off. But um, the stream deck store. So you mentioned that there are a number of different places where we can actually go and get uh, additional plugins and other other wonderful things.
1: Yeah. Um, so in your, well, I have my my screen share set up wrong for that I, because I it's going to pop so open a new window. Okay, I'll, I'll take yeah.
0: myself. Out of this scene but if you want to talk over the top of it so i mean over here we've got this colorful button and the plus sign so if i click this it'll bring us to the store um, it might take a moment to load, but essentially it's going to give you a oh, whole bunch it. of Elgato news. So they'll probably want to sell you on their new exciting devices. and yeah. That's the, the Stream Deck Plus that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. More colors. They've even got customizable colored knobs for that device at the moment. So that's, that's Oh cool. my God. Uh, they took about different plugins. But essentially, if we go to our plugin screen... Uh, we've got a whole bunch of different plugins here that we can do for different things. There are a whole bunch of different categories: audio, business tools, developer tools, engagement, finance. Um, we didn't even, we haven't spoken at all about the smart home and smart lighting. So, if yeah. you've got, uh, if you've got de- lights that can be triggered by the the Stream Deck via Wi-Fi or whatever, um, you can certainly do that. Um, you can you can work with spotify you can control volumes you can do all kinds of stuff so it's really worthwhile sort of seeing what software is available here what you use what you might like to use in the future these are all free by the way sometimes right. you may need to pay for a subscription to actually use some of these things but the plugins themselves are free um we've got things for for monitoring um Even heartbeat monitoring, which is really weird. You can actually show the heartbeat (laughs) on your live streams, which I got to tell you, as someone who gets very nervous uh, before this show, even, um, I think that would be (laughs) hilarious. I don't know that I want to do that, Mm -hmm, but again, mm -hmm. you certainly can. Uh, We've got social things in here. We've got all kinds of stuff. But the other thing, too, is we've actually got icons. So if you want to have a visual icon on here, we've got all kinds of packs that you can get for... Artistic purposes, gaming purposes, um, productivity, utilities, and the like. But this is really cool. And especially for content creators, streamers, for video creators, they've got uh, royalty-free music and sound effects. So you can download these. You can set up a button to trigger these on your device um they are they are royalty free you do there is actually something in the settings where you go in and say hey this is my youtube account if youtube has a problem with this music please let them know that it's okay for me to use that so right. uh we've got that in there we've got a whole bunch of different genres um and instruments there, there's so many different ways to filter for these things so all of that is actually sort of included and we can go and listen to different um different audio and potentially bring that into our content creation process so um i don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add to that yeah i I would
1: say that the uh the icon packs are just extra icons that you can use you can design all of your own icons you do not have to just use the ones that are available there um i want to bring up really quick my uh Let's do this guy. Like if I go to bah, 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 bah. oh god, what was that show? Here it is. Oh no, nope, wrong one. Pardon. If I go to Nicole Place, I made all of these. This was a show. It was a <laughs> weird gamey show with a lot of crazy zoom effects and things like that. So these kind of give me uh, an idea of what the effect is going to be. But I have my my start, my intro. Uh, the host is big or middle or uh, small. So things like that. So you know it's fully customizable. To imagery you want you know if i um go back to my profile so this is the many profiles john was talking about this earlier um i do the own every word show like this sam button is literally a screenshot of that scene so it's big me with a small slide uh that i'm presenting so i can see exactly that's what it is i remember that's the thing you know um i think one of the things i wanted to point out uh, before we run out of time completely, because I know we have a few people who do Twitch here, um, is uh, I gotta switch this to a different screen share. Oh, and there's too many cursors happening on screen. <laughs> 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 I gotta switch it from window to uh, s- entire screen here. And and so uh,
0: yeah, I mean there there is a, uh, yep. a Twitch specific plugin. Again, I've I've never really used it. I'm I'm installing it literally now. So I guess. Um... I might just show this thing as I've got it go open. Go ahead. Um, uh,
1: this button here. Okay. Oh well, he's doing stuff. I'm. I'm ready. I turned myself oh, off. no, there, there we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so essentially, yeah, like
0: uh, from here, we basically any of these so twitch discord i know sam and your community are very into discord Mm -hmm. so again that might be another thing to explore but essentially all you need to do is come in and hit that install button once it's here it will be it should be available in the list here somewhere the other thing too you can actually search for things by text so if you're scrolling you can you can bring up the the twitch options like that so i might just go down the, the list though so twitch so we can do things with chat Uh, Chat messages, clearing the chat, emote chats, followers play ads, um, slow chat, stream game titles, sub chats, uh, create stream markers, which is really good if you're repurposing those clips. That's um, actually what I want to talk about.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Uh, So, let me show you this. This is one of my favorite things over on the Q to Avalanche side of things, and this is... Uh, The stream markers, I have one page and is for our cat stream that is just stream markers. So if I know going into it that we're going to address something as a segment, I can hit that start mark button. And when I look at my Twitch timeline, it's going to put a marker in that VOD and it's going to have a label that says marker Like It's just going to say start. Uh, And then I have an end mark so I can find that whole clip. Uh, really quickly. This also actually, I don't have, this is like a screenshot. I don't have the actual thing. It's actually a multifunction. So it then puts the, um, the OBS record time moment into a spreadsheet. So I can actually just copy and paste those, put them right into uh, my Twitch highlight maker. And instead of having to scrub around and find it and be like, which one of these markers was the marker, I just go right to it and drop in the end and I'm my clips ready to make a highlight from. But then I have all of these other ones for on the fly marking for like we're unboxing something, we're bottle feeding cats, we're giving cats medicine, uh, there's a close-up happening, something funny happened with our emoji overlay wall where the emojis kind of fly over the screen for a second. Um, we have a funny caption from our closed captioning, just, you know, things like that. We had a really good question. So all of those things are going to show up in our Twitch timeline with a marker that says exactly that thing. And I can just scr- scrub through and be like, this is something worth highlighting.
0: Nice. So I mean there there's lots of uh lots of possibilities there with with all of those things. I just wanted to I I want to ask um Insomnia Doodles about this because um <laughs> she she she's just saying I've done the the heart rate thing on VR streams before. Again, I I I'm, I'm fascinated by that and I I'd love to hear more about that, but maybe we can do that another time. So I guess, obviously, this is a device that can do a lot of different things. You kind of need to weigh out whether it's right for you um, and and think about how you might like to use it. But um, this isn't the first time we've spoken about this on on no. this show. And the reason is that we really do love our, our devices. Um, and And I can't overstate, like, even those text responses... I swear they have saved me years of my lives from actually, uh, sort of, you know, typing out things every single time. So, again, uh, if you want to think about some of the automations, uh, some of the ways you can use those for your streams, whether you're doing that in OBS or you know Streamlabs or even Restream or Streamyard, there there are certainly options there. So they're probably worth exploring. I guess Sam, um, as we start to to wrap up. are there are there any final thoughts that you want to leave the
1: audience with regarding the the Stream Deck? I mean, if, if if you have the money, it's not cheap. You know, it's a little on the pricier side of things. If you have the money, you're not going to regret it. Like I got mine as a gift. It's not something I would have bought myself, but now I would. Like I would absolutely, a hundred percent, put the money on the table again to to get this. It has been just a time saver a hundred times over. Nice. And I should, and I think I mentioned this earlier, but I
0: did literally start out with the the mini, which has six buttons, and I loved it. But I just, I was so taken by the power of it. I thought, I just need more buttons. I, I need all of the buttons. Um, so I, it's 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 really really quite useful. So again. If it's something you're worth exploring, if you've got questions about this or literally anything, video content, um, live streaming, let us know. We'd love to, to hear your questions and any feedback or anything that you'd like us to cover in the future. So just leave a, a chat comment somewhere, um, wherever you're watching this, and we, we'd love to hear that. But I guess, Sam, where can people uh, learn more about you and, and check out all your cool content
1: and uh, all
0: that good stuff?
1: Uh, sure you can find me and all of my links over at samproof.tv. i've been a little more sporadic about my own live streams these days this is the most uh accurate like this is the most consistent one the friday stream um but also yeah cute avalanche you can find us over there as well
0: nice and you can listen to uh just kitten around on hey. all, the, uh, all the, the podcast destinations. And if you yeah. want to catch up with anything I'm doing, uh, you can head over to johnlacey.com. I've got a lot of articles about OBS and, and sort of other things, and they've got all the social links there as well. So we do do this show uh, every week at roughly the same time. So uh, check out those invites. Subscribe wherever you're watching. In fact, I've got a graphic for that. Let me put that up on the screen. <laughs> so please like and subscribe wherever you're watching we do really appreciate your company today the chat has been going wild and i just love to see it yeah so thank you so chat. much um again lily uh it's so so great that you could join us as we definitely remember you from the good old days of youtube so that's awesome insomnia doodles um cg was in there too claire uh, Jeff. so many people insomnia doodles i think i mentioned. i would
1: like to answer this question for lily before we drop out sure. which is how much uh was so this one that I have, which is the fifteen button sort of the standard, goes for about hundred and fifteen these days. And there are other companies that have similar devices that are slightly cheaper. Not by much, but they're probably pretty good too. Put it on your and wish And I guess list.
0: like the yeah, I mean, certainly put it on your Amazon wish list. Um, you know, keep keep an eye out for those sales. But the other thing too is this is potentially a good, a perfectly fine thing to use, um, in a from from a second hand, um, thing. So you oh, can sure. find uh, the on I eBay bet. in different places. Yeah, so.
1: I bet you can get a refurbed one for you know three quarters, half price, something like that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. yeah, I mean, I use this for so many different things. All of my live streams, video editing, audio editing, Zoom calls, and I now do a a D&D game every week. I have a Stream Deck profile for my D&D game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So yeah, I mean, there's so much uh, that you can do with it. We haven't had a chance to cover all of it. But again, if there are particular things that you would like to hear about, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. But we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, just a reminder, to like and subscribe wherever you're watching this. And I hope you'll join us again next week.
1: Bye, guys. Bye.